Hello, this is Rebecca Watson. Wow. <laughs> and you're listening to Quizitron. Do I shout that much? What's I shouting? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I, I probably do shout like that, so. Yeah. Uh, hi. <laughs> this is Rebecca Watson. <laughs> Welcome to another Quizlet. That's Keith L. Jensen. I mean... You introduced yourself as me, so I guess I should say I'm Keith Little Jensen. There you go. Blah, blah, blah jokes. You could never. <laughs> you know what's great is Sacramento and <laughs> not drinking and being boy, vegan. Boy, do I love science and hate men, though. Let me tell you. <laughs> I own a home. Ooh, look at me. <laughs> I'm so fancy. I have a family that loves me. I'm okay. depressed now. You know what? Let's forget yeah. it. <laughs> I'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> it's very early in the morning, once again, while we're recording this. So it's going to be another one of those. I've I have been had for four hours already. Ew. Having a family that loves you is the worst. <laughs> no, they were asleep. It was the cat. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I've been up for 20 minutes. Congratulations. So. Thanks. Feeling good. Uh, just long enough to make myself a cup of coffee and try to mentally prepare myself to talk to you. There's, yeah, no amount of preparation is enough. It's really not. And I'll point out that you're using new headphones and uh, you spent the first five minutes singing because you thought that I wasn't here because <laughs> you couldn't hear me saying, Voice are you going to stop angel. singing <laughs> so that we can do the podcast? Voice of an angel. Yeah. Um, how, how are you? I'm good. Keith? I'm How's, good. I, how is home ownership? You know, it's like, doesn't exist yet. Really. We've, uh, we're still in our old place. Um, our floors oh. are being sanded. We had, we had the funniest adventure. You can edit this out if it's not funny enough. Uh, <laughs> I, I hired my dad's handyman who does uh, all kinds of work for my dad, but it's a sort of like, you know, you have to take him to the store and rent him the tools kind of deal. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's a little shady, but the price is good and he, and he does a good job normally. Yeah. And so uh, I dropped him off with the sander to do my floors and we have hardwood floors and we just, we wanted to take care of them. Before we moved in, because otherwise you'll never do them, you know? Right. Yeah. So um, I went to work at my day job, and then an hour later I get a call. Keith, I think you should cover your floors with new flooring. Oh, no. <laughs> and we have beautiful hardwood <laughs> floors. I was like, why is that, Gonzalo? And he's like, uh, because this hardwood is too hard. It's too hard? <laughs> it's too hard. So I went, I went and looked, and he had already lightly sanded a huge area so i was like oh so officially too late to go back and not do it <laughs> and then he goes he just said i can't do it i said i thought you said you could do it and he's all i thought i could do it i can't do it and then i'm like well i'm screwed and he goes i'm sorry and i was like okay i mean there's really there's nothing more to say at that point right he says i blew it I mean, he's i'm apologized. sorry yeah yeah like what am i gonna waste my time yelling at him so uh <laughs> Very luckily, I had a friend who um, volunteered to not volunteer, who, who happens to do that kind of work. And as soon as he walked in, he was like, oh, yeah, I do was using the wrong sander. I, I got you. <laughs> so, now the floors are beautiful and we'll start well, thank moving goodness. in probably tomorrow or Monday. Uh, 
That reminds me of I was I'm currently reading Adam Savage's new book, Every Tool's a Hammer, and it's yes. really good. It's uh I thought it was gonna be all memoir and stories of Mythbusters stuff, but it's actually a lot of it's self help ish. And really? you know, he's like yeah, he's talking about like getting organized and how it it actually weirdly speaks to me because I turned my life around this year by making lists <laughs> like i started okay. quote unquote bullet journaling that's the cool kids way to say like making lists and updating them every day uh so he talks about stuff like that but he also does sprinkle in some very entertaining stories and he talks about being a uh like he was like 18 or 19 at tish school for the arts and uh a friend asked him to design the set for their end student project and this kid had saved up like three years of money just to do this one short film and adam was like yeah i can totally do it no problem and all it involved was building like one set where the entire thing takes place where like it's person talking to an atm and so he had to build an atm and uh he like cracked the glass on it immediately and had no uh, replacement for it and that was the part of the ATM you see non-stop in the film and he basically had like months to do it and it just got progressively worse and worse and he never stopped to ask for any help he just decided he was going to get it done and he didn't and like everybody shows up on the day to film and it's just a wreck and he like lost a friend over it and oh, <laughs> reading no. it was so cringe inducing because i'm like because there's nothing you can do at that point he he had completely screwed up and all he could do was say i'm sorry like like you're you're like your handyman friend (laughs) like at some point you just have to admit like this job is above my pay grade i should have realized that i didn't i'm sorry (laughs) yeah and then you like learn your lesson and move on and and, uh, 10 years ago if not five years ago, I, my response would have been totally different. I think I would have blown up at him. I would have yelled at him. Yeah. I would, like, I, for some reason, some, some, I guess I've screwed up enough in the yeah. last five years that I'm just like, ah, eh, I get it. I, I think <laughs> it helps to have the experience of having been on the side of the screw up. But I think for it sure. also, I think it also helps though, because some people have that experience and they would still have blown up. I think a key aspect is realizing that no matter how much you yell, it's not going to get done. Like it's not going to change. Yeah. (laughs) Like, so why, why bother? Yeah. Be nice. If you, if you have the option, just be nice. (laughs) So he, he had to come back to, uh, bring me my keys. Oh no. And so I had the new guy that was going to do the floor there when he came back with the keys and I swear he thought we were going to beat him up. He, and I'm like, I mean, I'm now 47 years old. I don't think I have that look. Like, I don't think anything about me says, I'll kick your ass. But he, like, kind of tiptoed over to us and then stretched his arm out real far to hand me the key so he could do it without getting too close, you know. And then as I take the key, he, like, jerks his arm back and runs and gets in his truck. Oh, I was like, I, yeah, I okay, guarantee he feels ya. way he feels way worse about it than than any amount of yelling at him would would accomplish yeah and i you know my friend that's doing the floor like he's covered in tattoos including uh across his knuckles and stuff so i, I don't know maybe we look like <laughs> a rough 
Maybe and I'm kidding some, myself if I think it was me who was intimidating. Yeah. <laughs> you have some you make some questionable fashion choices that might make it seem as though you're the comic relief. You're the HM Murdoch <laughs> of his Mr. T. Right. <laughs> his BA brackets. <laughs> oh my god, you're making AC references. <laughs> Every once in a while I just get a reminder of why I love you, Rebecca. <laughs> a team's my all time favorite TV show. I, I got an exception to my bedtime so that I could stay up and watch the A team. Uh, <laughs> it came on right at bedtime when I was in, I don't know what, third or fourth grade, and I got yeah. an exception so that I could watch it. Nice. <laughs> Nobody ever got hurt. It's a good show. Amazing, isn't it? Um, Keith, I have a, a quiz question for you. <laughs> this has been fun catching up, but I do have the, uh, this is like, uh, I, I wonder if we're going to start getting complaints, uh, from, from listeners. Like, could you just get into it the way people complain about like Mark Marin on the WTF podcast where, yeah, but we're 10 <laughs> minutes in and there's two of us. Mark Marin would be 30 minutes in. That's true. And there's one of him. So I, I think we're okay, but l- listeners, we, we want to hear from you. <laughs> Please feel free to send in your complaints anyway uh, for us to ignore. Um, yeah, are you are you prepared for uh, for a question? Absolutely not. Okay, great, great. I think you have you have a good chance of getting this one. I would love it if someday we had the same question. I am waiting for that to happen, yeah, and I think it's going to be hilarious because. I, I have considered that, and I'm like, how should we go around? Should we give each other hints? But then I'm like, no. If we get a hint, it's it's too much help. You know? Too much. It's not. You need. We need to be in the moment. So yeah, if it happens, it happens. All right, lay it on me. Let's do this. Okay. Humans are one of only two types of animal that demonstrate spontaneous dancing. What is the other type? Ooh, spontaneous dancing. Human. And when I say type, uh, it's not one species but it is one order that we think of you know as a common we commonly refer to this type of animal okay spontaneous <laughs> dancing huh yeah well i mean i've seen it goats <laughs> wait you've seen goats spontaneously dance oh yeah baby goats they'll they'll cut a rug i Do don't know samba. that i've ever come across this <laughs> Oh, you need to go Google it. Are you talking about what happens when they're first born? That's like literally them just learning to walk. <laughs> no, no. Like they, when they're out playing and stuff, they just get so excited that they just bounce in the air and kick their legs every which way. And it, it looks a lot like I look when I dance. So. Oh, I, I see. The, yeah. the misunderstanding here is you as a white man <laughs> not actually knowing how to dance. No, no. What I do counts. <laughs> uh, does it though? All right. Do I get a second guess with a with a clue? Yes. Uh, sure. Um, it's it's not another primate. It it's not even another mammal. Okay. <clears throat> oh, bees. They now that's to a, give each other directions. That is a really interesting uh, answer, and I'll tell you why you're wrong. Um, it's you a, often do. It's a, Good guess. It's a really good guess. Uh, but the key word is spontaneous right. dancing. Mm-hmm. Bees <clears throat> learn dances dances from one another. Like dances are it's, passed down. Yeah, it's a language. Um, it's, yeah. yeah. So we're look we're looking for an animal that hears music and just starts birds ripping up the dance floor. Yes, 
birds. And I, it, it's ridiculous that I didn't get that because I had a bird. Do you want to get a little more specific? Get uh, like, bring parrots? it down to order. Yes, parrots. Good job. Yeah. Yeah, I had a bird, and and there was one, and I I don't remember which song it was. Now it was one of the ones Carl Wilson wrote, but it was there was a Beach Boy song that I would put on, and that one in particular, the birds would go nuts. They really liked that song. Nice. It wasn't it yeah. wasn't a song by the birds? It was a song by the Beach. Boys. Ironic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's uh, I I learned about this uh, from a recent scientific study about a dancing cockatiel named Snowball, and. Snowball went viral on YouTube years ago because he is a really sweet dancer. Um, His owner took video of him dancing to the Backstreet Boys, put it on YouTube, and made its way around the internet. And some biologists saw this, and they were intrigued because of the diversity of moves that he made. Uh, They wanted to see if this was like something he had learned or if... He just started doing it. Uh, the owner says that she didn't try to train him to do that. She didn't teach him to do it. He just started doing it. So they brought Snowball in and they played him different songs with different beats. And they found that he changed his moves to match the beat. Uh, and he also went through spontaneous episodes where he would try out brand new moves that he had never done before and that they don't think he would have ever seen before. <laughs> He certainly didn't see any other birds doing it. Uh, and they don't think he's imitating any human. However, they point out that even if he was imitating a human, that in and of itself is fascinating because it'd be the first time we've seen an animal with a completely different body type from us copying us. You know, we see primates copy us sometimes, but they have hands and thumbs and, you know, they, they look like us, so it makes more sense. But a bird has right. a completely different physiology, and the idea that a bird might be able to watch a human dance and then do it is pretty astonishing. But they do think that this is all spontaneous, that Snowball came up with these moves on his own. And uh, in a fun bit of good science com, they released videos of him dancing, and they named they scientifically named each move. <laughs> So that you can go on the internet and you can watch Snowball, you know, bust a move and you can learn a little bit about bird psychology. So, yeah. Nice. Pretty cool, huh? Pretty cool. That's all I've got. I like it. (laughs) I'm uh, really I have no excuse to not have gotten that one immediately having firsthand experience the dancing birds. Yeah, I knew that you you had birds. What what kind of birds did you uh, have? Terrible, or? terrible experience. I uh, do not recommend pet birds to anyone unless mm-hmm, mm-hmm. unless it's in a rescue type capacity. Yeah, <laughs> this uh, you're in contrast to Justin Robert Young as usual. Uh, jury has several birds. Yes, uh, although really like his wife has many birds and i think he you know he loves them too but i I believe that she's the bird person i loved our birds but uh we had a cockatiel and a peach front conure okay so cockatiel is what snowball was uh, no no uh that's a cockatoo we had no oh you had a cockatoo no we had a cockatiel so snowball's a cockatiel yeah oh i Mm -hmm. thought he was a big white bird with the big crest on his head I thought that's what a cockatiel is. No, that's a cockatoo. 
Cockatiel is a little Australian bird. You know what? You're absolutely right. He's a cockatoo. Yeah, we even. Named, <laughs> I just I wrote it down wrong. <laughs> we even named our cockatiel Sheila because they're Australian. Oh, that's good. She was you, a rescue. I caught a dog on. groomer flicking her in the face. What? Yeah, so I took her, and then you I went home. Took her well, from I, him. Well, I, I yelled at the dog groomer, and then she was like, "If you're not so much, take her." And I was like, "That's all the opportunity I need," and out the door. Uh, wow. <laughs> so this is when I was an assistant manager at Petco. And I show up and I was like, my wife already has one bird that I've saddled her with. And so I was like, hey, sweetie. <laughs> Someone uh, keep our bird company. And then the cockatiel fell in love with the peachfront conure and would do little dances aw. for him and everything. It was really adorable. And then he would push her off the cage. And actually, they were probably both hymns. But <laughs> <laughs> So you, you, had, you had gay birds. Gay birds. Yeah, yeah. I mean, pretty common in the in the bird kingdom, I understand. They got okay. those, those uh, two penguin daddies. Yeah, penguins are commonly uh, gay. It's yeah. true. So, um, anyway. Okay, I've looked up cockatiels and cockatoos. I apologize for getting it wrong. Cockatiel is what Jury has. Uh, it's very. It's that's the one with the yellow head and like the little rosy cheeks. Those yeah. are very cute. Who's Jury? Uh, Justin Robert Young. His name is Jury? Yes. Has this never come up in all no. of our ties of hang? No. Yeah, his initials are Jury. Uh, Justin Robert uh, Young. So we call him Jury. Uh, all right. Nice guy, boy. He gets uh, interestinger and interestinger. <laughs> um, what happened with the birds? Because they live like forever, don't they? Or is that just parrots? Oh, wait. Actually, I'm looking up the cockatiel page. They live 10 to 14 years in the wild. Yeah, that's not what happened. Uh Uh-oh. Is it it a really sad story? Oh, it's it's one of the worst stories of my life. The conure managed to get out and went up a tree. And I told my wife, uh, our odds here are bad. Yeah. She's like, but he's right there. And I'm like, yep, right there. Fire department wouldn't come get him. Didn't have a ladder that can reach him. I tried climbing the tree and scraped my arms all up. (laughs) And then the neighborhood, uh, to this day, I hate um, blue jays and scrub jays. The uh, neighborhood Uh, blue jays started attacking him. And the thing is, he knew how, like, we blew it and we let his flight feathers get a little too long. And so he knew how to fly up into a tree. and. My belief is he didn't know how to fly down. Yeah. You know, and so Brenna's calling him and he's calling to Brenna. And, you know, eventually it's like one in the morning and we're like, let's lay down for a little bit. And we fall asleep for a while. We get up early in the morning and there came a point where we just stopped hearing him call back. So Aww. it was, oh God, it was horrible. I, to this day, like horrible. I have dreams about finding him, you know. So, um, you know, you don't have any closure when you lose yeah. something that way. So then the, um, the cocktail Sheila was absolutely miserable without him. Yeah. And so we found her a home where she could live with other birds. Oh, good. Well, that's yeah. good. And with, with a young man whose name was Keith. Oh, uh, his mom had rescue birds. And so this one was going to be his, his first bird. He was like 14 years old. And this is a weird thing to bond over, but anyone else with a chronic illness will understand. He has ulcerative colitis, same as I. So we sat and oh. talked about our butts, and I passed the bird <laughs> off to him, and it was great. It was that, so that part was wow. Good. Two Keiths with butt problems that like birds shared a bird. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. so you you would never do it again because of that awful experience. It, 
I had decided I would never have birds again prior to that experience. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Noisy. They need so much attention. They poop yeah. all the time. And you have to actually take away their ability to flight. That's the part. Uh, yeah. That's, that's the part that gets me is having to it is very depressing. clip their the flight wings. And, yeah. I think that's the – and I was the one that did it. Brenna didn't quite have the, the confidence to go in with a pair of scissors and trim those yeah. feathers. And then I think I started resenting, like, well, the bird <laughs> – doesn't like me because i trim his wings you know yeah and so we i kept letting that responsibility slide for which i will forever feel guilty what a bummer of a man i this i wish i had never asked about this but they would dance to the beach boys hey (laughs) so cute right it's uplifting I met up with uh, Ashley, Justin's wife, uh, once at a bar, and I had Indy, my dog, with me on a harness and his leash. And uh, And you had forgotten to trim his flight feathers? Yeah, and he flew into a tree. Oh, no. (laughs) He is constantly trying to kill himself. Uh, But, no, she, she commented that she finds it sad to see a dog on a leash. And I was like, you have birds in cages. Oh, do like, they listen to every episode? No, they don't listen. To we can make fun of them. <laughs> oh, oh, I said God. this to her face. It's fine, <laughs> and she she rescues the birds, so it's not you know. I and I rescued Indy, so like it's not like we went out of our way to subjugate a free animal. <laughs> like, All right, like Indy would literally kill himself if he got off his leash. You know, right? He's tried several times, so. Jumped out of a movie. Have you seen Toy Story 4? I have not. No spoilers. I'm the type that closes okay. his eyes and covers his ears when trailers come on. Oh, okay. It's really good, but... Oh, I can't wait. The new character, Forky, is basically indie, And now we've started calling indie Forky. So oh, nice. it's only a matter of time bef- before that just becomes his name. So That happens. Like, our bird that I was mentioning had... a. I, his name was Ezekiel, I think, but we never. His name was Scuttlebutt. We called him Scuttlebutt. <laughs> wow. That's what he was. He was a little Scuttlebutt. He was always what just catching and gossiping. What and a downgrade! <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you try to give an animal a dignified name. I've always been a big believer in that. And then, yeah, they. But then their personalities come in, and sometimes you know, it's not you dignified. End up, you end up calling him Jury. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Poor pet. Um. So uh, you got it after a while. Well done. You got points for that. It only took me three tries. In baseball, yeah. that would have been enough, right? Three strikes, you're out. Yeah. I only had two strikes. It's true. Is that, I'm, yeah. I'm actually asking. That's how baseball works, right? Look Did at I you making a sports <laughs> reference and getting it right. I'm going to call Johnny Taylor right now and tell him I got a sports <laughs> reference accurate. I'll, I'll send him this listen. clip. <laughs> so we've got a couple of fun events coming up. Um, do we? I will. We do. Okay. Uh, next Thursday, we are going to be. Well, I am. You're not going to be there because you're going Aww. to be in your brand new house. Uh, but I'll be at HopCon Thursday, July 18th at Stone Brewing Company Liberty Station in San Diego. So if you are in the San Diego area or if you are going to be there for San Diego Comic Con, uh, this is a really fun event. You uh, pay one fee to get in, and then it's all the beer you can drink. Uh, They have, like, hundreds of taps going. Uh, Aisha Tyler will be pulling beers. 
she has a new beer coming out there, and I also have a beer coming out there. That's good wait a minute, be- what? There's yeah. going to be a beer called the Rebecca Watson. I actually called it the Salty Gamer. I wanted oh, to call it Male good. Tears, but they wouldn't let me. <laughs> no, I thought you were going to say that was already taken. No, they said uh, they didn't. They didn't want that. And then I asked if we could call it Miss Andre. And they said, could you please pick something that we can actually <laughs> name this beer? They're fools. Male I Tears know. would have been their best-selling beer of all time. I agree. They have agree. no guts. Wow. No, they really that's, don't. That's a but game. But they did let me get away with the Salty Gamer. Because salty it is – and, you know, all of those would have worked really well, including Male – like the idea behind Male Tears. So it's a, it's a salty beer. It's a – I didn't know that was a thing. Uh, yeah, it's kind of an obscure style called a gosa. It's a German style <clears throat> that is made using salt water. And uh, it's like a – usually it's a sour beer. So in this case, it's a, a lime cucumber sour uh, with with a little salty tang to it. It's very refreshing and delicious from yeah, what I've tasted. Very odd. Uh, you know, I'm glad I'm not going to this because that would be a waste. Take someone who actually drinks beer. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. <laughs> That's why you're taking it. <clears throat> yes. Uh, we do have a stacked panel. I, I asked a bunch of people and they all, they all said yes. <laughs> so oh, I hate when that happens. It's like uh, too much of a good thing. I don't know. We're going to see what happens. It'll be interesting. So we've got... Drew Curtis, who's the reason why we're there. He works with Stone a lot, and Fark. he helped me make my beer. Yeah, from Fark. Um, Lucky Yates from Archer. Uh, oh Adam Rogers God. of Wired, who's been on the show before. Jennifer Willett, uh, the physicist, uh, physics science writer. Uh, Carrie Poppy and Ross Blotcher from wow. Oh No, Ross and Carrie. Mm-hmm. Love of my life. Yeah. Uh, which one? Uh, Carrie Poppy, of course. <laughs> oh, poor Ross! You didn't even you didn't even pause to consider. What? And, what? Poor you, Ross! You interrupted me, and also uh-huh. Ross. Okay, there you go. <laughs> and uh, Scott Sigler is going to be on a uh, famous horror author. Uh, so you've done good, Miss Watson. Thank you. It's we're let's see what happens. Let's see if we even have enough microphones for all these people. <laughs> But you used to do you used to do really big panels in the days before it was a podcast. Yeah, old school Quizotron. It was however many people we could fit on a stage. Right, right. All clawing and fighting for microphone. It was fun, and we didn't even have real buzzers. We would just show up with noise making like ray <laughs> guns and drums. Yeah, I did. Like it took a long time for me to get my shit together enough to have a buzzer system. My, so, the, the couple times I got to do it, you know, way back. Uh, uh, my favorite part was the introductions where it's like, I build robots that walk on the moon and you know, <laughs> I discovered a new species. And then they get to me and I'm like, I'm going to be at the Laugh Hut tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so you prefer the new method where they get to answer one question related to their weird background, one right. quick sentence about what they do, and then we move on. Yeah, but I'm still at your mercy. Yeah, it's true. That's Which true. contestant? Never finished high school. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, luckily, your background is just a wealth of fun facts. Yeah, well, you're going to run out of embarrassing facts eventually. 
Yeah, I'll figure something out at that point. (laughs) So that's happening next Thursday. But then uh, we are also doing our regular show at Piano Fight on the last Thursday of the month, which is July 25th. And uh, that show uh, is going to be back at Piano Fight in San Francisco. And we're going to have Adam Becker, who's an astrophysicist at UC Berkeley, who has a book out about uh, astrophysics and quantum mechanics. And uh, Mel Oliveris, uh, who is a maker, a builder of things that uh, blew away our producer at Maker Fair. Oh, so, cool. yeah, I'm very excited. So Mel is one of those people that probably builds robots that can walk on the moon. So, right. Uh, yeah. And then and you're going to be there. Keith. And I'm going to be there and I'll have a comedian with me. I've got uh, word out to a couple of great people, but I, I haven't narrowed it down yet. So uh, that's the wrong way to say that. I yeah, I love the idea. <laughs> I have a great comedian booked, but it's going to be a surprise. Love it. Always, always on top of things. <laughs> As a moment late, but you can fix it in post. I know you won't because you're lazy, no. I'm just going to leave could. this in, right? Mm-hmm. Um. So I, I'm going to say goodbye to our current audience. However, if you are a patron of ours, uh, you can go over to patreon.com slash quizertron and you can immediately hear uh another episode in which keith will ask me a question uh i hope i didn't actually confirm with keith that that's gonna happen i'm a professional of course you're frantically googling right now aren't you (laughs) no i frantically googled (laughs) yesterday before i couldn't find my headphones oh right (laughs) (laughs) uh so yeah uh patreon.com slash quizertron go Become a patron if you would like to hear uh, this week's bonus episode and every uh, previous week's bonus episode will be made available to you once you become a patron. Uh, You can also find us on Twitter at Quizotron uh, and also on Facebook, um, Quizotron. I don't know. Search. I'm sure you can find it. I don't know our URL. I I don't know marketing, social media. Yeah. I should probably just pre-record a thing to go at the end of episodes to make this less embarrassing, but it's, you know, it's magic anyway. It's not, there's no science to it. People like the live rambling. I think, I think that's what they come for. Yeah. Come for the live rambling, stay for the science or vice versa. Stay for the dead animal stories. (laughs) Okay, Keith, thank you so much for joining me. You bummed me out again. Sorry. Bye, Remember everybody. those dead space monkeys? Yeah. You didn't, even, you didn't even know them. Oh.